Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's time to get concerned because the big guy said he's on point today. When he says he's on point, it's going to be a disaster. The next three hours is going to be a mystery as we welcome you in. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Hope you're having a good week. We're almost there. 29th, leap year, whatever that means. Of course, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. It's going to be a struggle today. Three Zins left. Can we get through a full three hours with just three Zins? We shall find out. I want to give you quickly, because I've got something for you, I want to give you the combine schedule. So today in Indy, NFL, defensive linemen, linebackers. Tomorrow you're going to get the DBs and tight ends. On Saturday is the big day. The quarterbacks, Penix, Knicks, McCarthy, are going to participate in the wide receivers and the running backs on Saturday, and then the offensive linemen on Sunday. We'll bring in the big guy, downtown Las Vegas at the D, because I'm going to say this right now. Your New York football giants have the sixth overall pick in the forthcoming draft. If they don't take Roma Dunze, um, you should lose your mind. Now, I don't know if you want a quarterback. The Daniel Jones speculation is going to continue. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. Obviously, I get, like, fired if I say anybody should go before Marvin Harrison Jr. because of the pedigree. Okay? Size, strength, everything. He's his dad plus, like, four and a half inches. However, Malik Neighbors and Roma Dunze, for me, it's not a discussion. I understand Neighbors is going to run a 4-2-8. I believe Odunze at 6-3 is going to run in the 4-3s. If that happens with his production... And just his explosiveness as well at that size, and you pass on him for the six foot neighbors, that's gonna be on you, big guy. And don't come crawling to me when you pretend that you're Dave Gettleman. You should hear Dustin off the air talking about how he could build the team. He could run VEASAN better. He, could, he always says he could do things better than everybody. I'm just telling you. I'm putting Roma Dunze with the Giants at six. And if you have an issue with it, I'm sorry. That's just a fact. Well, kind of like your comp with Marvin Harrison Jr. I am also like my dad plus four inches. Uh, But I'd like to add your point about Roma Dunze. He's impossible to comp. I I think people are underestimating how big he's going to measure. He's six foot three. 
He's got three whole inches on Malik Neighbors. I won't do any more inch stick, I promise. He's so much bigger. He's so much faster. He's a fluid athlete. I like Neighbors, different styles, but the Giants desperately need someone who can stretch the field, pick up those big chunk plays. Look at guys like Tyreek Hill. You want players like Jalen Waddle. You want guys you can chuck it downfield. Do they have the quarterback to make those plays? Remains to be seen. I'm over defending Daniel Jones here, but they need a playmaker at receiver desperately. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Now, we'll get back to the NFL, including the numbers jumping with Atlanta and Fields. It's essentially a done deal. DraftKings is up to 425, okay? 425 to win a buck on Fields ending up with the Atlanta Falcons. There's a graphic right there. Great job, boys, in the truck. Right now, we've got Larry, Matt, and Reggie. Larry Bird, you're not a donk, okay? I'll just say that. Oh, one thing for those of you that are hungry. There it is, Larry. What's up? One thing for those of you that are hungry today. Who likes Chipotle? Hands in the air. They're just absolutely slanging free guacamole for leap year or day, whatever it is. If you go to, I think if you go there today, maybe you have to do it on the app. You get free guac. I can't so that's do a it. PSA. Can't do it. It's like JVT made that made that whole deal happen. He's trying to sabotage me. So if I go in there, I'm going to get rice. I'm going to get chips. Can't have guac without chips. But for those that don't know, Dustin's in a weight loss challenge. He'll figure it out. Uh, Dustin, big guy. He's on fire to start. Eight NBA games, 51 college basketball, NHL 12. That's for you, big guy. 12 spring training games, Dustin Sweetelson. And, of course, we've got plenty of family plays to come. We'll get to show business early in the program today. I want to say this. After an 0-3 day, Thomas Gable went 3-0 and last night. No plays from the sports and race book director over at the Borgata today, but he is on a 13 and four run, which is ridiculous. Uh, right now, Fezzik just chiming in, professional handicapper. He said, well, I can't read the first part, but he said, I'm not into the weight loss. I'm headed to Chipotle. Download the app. I think you got to use it to get the guac, Fez. Dustin Sweetelson, show business. How'd we do yesterday? Let's turn the page. Hey, Fez, while you're listening, you want to send over a free play for our audience today? Come on, Fezzik. The pressure's on you. What do we have? Let's go. Well, you mentioned Gable's 3-0 day, 13-4 run. That's absolutely preposterous. Uh, a new guest on the show made his uh, debut. All college hoops, by the way. All college hoops. Uh, a new guest who made his debut yesterday, Patrick, Chris Ruffalo. How's a 5-0 debut on Sharp Money for Chris Ruffalo? Uh, I think we're going to have him on again. Banger. Heater. Let's go. Scott Spritzer. Nice work. Two and one for Scott Spritzer. And the rest of us, so-so. I went one and two. Halterman went one and two. But we got a whole new day of games to, to have a winning record with. I got a nervous Fezzik to my left here texting. Oh. Bubble coming up. Bubble going down. <laughs> bubble coming up. Bubble going down. Will we get a free play from a professional? Let's see. Bubble is currently up right now. Either we're getting a booty call or we're getting a free play. <laughs> That's how I live my life at the end of the I, night. I'll be Am honest. I right? My heart is racing equally for both of those. A free play from Fezzik and a booty call kind of gets me going the same way. Well, Fezzik, at least this one's timely. He's going Cubs 80, under 84 and a half wins <laughs> on the season. <laughs> so that is Fezzik. His brain is irreverent. I wanted to play for today, and he gives you one for nine months from now. He said, Caesar says 85 if you'd like to get a better number than 84 and a half. Could anything encapsulate Steve Fezzik better than that? I'm going to Chipotle, and I'm betting the under on the Cubs 84 and a half season win total. I downloaded the primer. I can't get enough of it. Let's go Woba. <laughs> like, what is that? 
Can you, okay, now I'm gonna put the test to him. Can you at least send us a play for tonight? Text Pastrami, text one of your boys, text your network, college basketball, NBA, whatever you got. There's only okay. 4 million games tonight. But the, no, but, but okay, so new betters or new viewers of DraftKings and Visa need to understand something. That's not abnormal for him. No. That's what he does. He does this. He'll go make futures, and then he'll put them all in a pile or in a basket at his house, and he doesn't even know what he has. He's just literally picking value. So if somebody's he's at a shop and it's a half game off based on what his number is, he'll fire, put it in his pocket, come home, put it into the drawer, and then at the end of the season, be like, oh, I forgot I bet the Tigers over whatever the number is. That's what he does. But that's just because it's, it's not – just it's just about the long term for them it's just the, the, the margins are very slim for a professional and they just keep firing and that's how it goes we do have a play from Fezzik today Ooh. how about this college basketball two stars so don't go crazy 785 good job with the rotation number Fezzik South Dakota State pick them minus 120 let's go South Dakota State write it down we'll put it in the picks page as well Fezzik always contributing speaking of contributing Let's get to today's family videos. What do we have on tap? Big guy. Oh, we got the whole family tree making an appearance. Tyler Shoemaker back with one deep in his bag again. Mike Samich, despite hosting the show before us, the Lombardi line decided to offer us a free play going to one of your favorite cities in America, Patrick, for the game. Uh, Alan Bell. Well, hold on. Is that, did you say Samich? Is that Larry? Is that a Samo bomb? I believe. Donk? Samo Is it? <laughs> it's a double. It's a crap. donk and a sample bomb. Oh, hey. Yeah, I put that on Larry. Donk. Look at him. <laughs> now, I think he hosted the Samich line right before us, as you just mentioned. And how is this guy working that hard? He's writing articles over at vsin.com. He, he's hosting Lombardi line, and he's sending us a video. Let's go. Keep grinding, Samich. What else? Different beast. Alan Bell, back on the show. You want to bet college baseball? Haven't uh, dipped your toes into the water yet? Well, he's got one for you. He's going to the mountains with the Mormons, or as we were corrected yesterday, the LDSs, a play on BYU-Gonzaga. And then finally, LDS is what I think I took when I went to raves back in the day <laughs> in downtown Detroit and saw Eminem standing on a milk carton, wrapping into a PA that looked like it was Fisher-Price. That's what an LDR was for me. Go ahead. LDS. And then uh, Sir William of Hill uh, has a play in college basketball in the Big Ten, and you can hear him on the Should Have Bet More podcast. Will Hill dropping a vid for you. So we got four family videos to get to this afternoon. Okay, Donkey Kong. Let's see. A couple of things. We're getting into what happened last night in college hoops. I've got a bubble watch. Essentially, essentially, if your conference is up, I've got your teams in. I've got your teams out. Just quickly wanted to cycle back to the fields conversation. So on February 13th over at DraftKings, 6-1 to one on fields landing with the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Yesterday, we sat down to do sharp money, and fields was minus. This is just how volatile this market is. It's hilarious. Yesterday, minus 250 fields to go to the Falcons. Now, remember, a lot of this sprung from two nights ago. There was a video. I think he was wearing slides or Crocs. He was definitely wearing sweats, and he had no shirt on. And he was dancing around a house with his manager filming it, and somebody in the background said, you're going home. You're going home. Go ahead. You can finish the song. But so, again, Shout he's, out from, Skyler Gray. Skyler he's Gray? from Atlanta. So if you're, if you're not looking for edges like that in little social videos, you're just not doing this right. 
There's edges to be found everywhere. And if Fields' manager is yelling at him, you're going home, well, home is Atlanta. So they jumped up. Now they're up to minus 425. And there's a lot of reasons to like this. He's going to go in a dome. He gets a restart. He's got a good offensive line with Atlanta. Raheem Morris is a guy that just sat with Sean McVay. I know he's running the defense. He brought Zach Robinson over. He's got good weapons in Bijan in London and Kyle Pitts. There are a lot of reasons to think if you have the right system with fields. Now, you can argue until you're blue in the face whether or not you think he ultimately can win you a Super Bowl. However, right system, there's opportunities here for fields. Yeah, and if he goes there, he's going to be schemed up. And just leaving Chicago is a win for Justin Fields at this point where it look, you can put some of it on Fields, but he has not been developed properly. I don't think anyone can argue with that. It's best for both parties to walk away. But when you look at his tenure in Chicago, they never really formatted their offense around what he can do. Antonio Pierce may have tipped his hand what Las Vegas is going to do. Brandon Bean general manager of the Bills talking about moving up for a quarterback, but next, last night was awesome in college hoops. We'll recap and get to tonight's slate. Sharp Money. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the DraftKings app and use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Dustin Sweetelson, Justin Mello, one of the best to do it. A lot of mocks and a lot of draft coverage. Justin is right up there. The Draft Network NFL Draft Analyst. You can find Justin on Twitter at Justin M underscore NFL. We say hi to Justin and thank you for the time. We'll get to the quarterbacks in due time in just a second here. But today, the defensive linemen and linebackers, Justin, are there a couple of names we should pay attention to? Well, Florida State's Braden Fisk has been an early winner throughout the, the, the early part of it here. I mean, lower body explosion, highest vertical jump, 33 and a half inches, best broad jump so far of the day, nine foot nine. And then he runs the 40 in four, seven, eight in his first attempt. So those are the. He's first place in all three categories for the defensive lineman. So that's really impressive. And, you know, he was the guy I had earmarked coming in. Um, into this process was really impressive at the senior bowl had a really good year at Florida state transferred there from a lower level program proved that he could play in a bigger conference with bigger competition. This guy's six foot six, two ninety two. you know, to give you an idea of how great those results are, that's 91st percentile or better in all three categories, historically among all defensive tackles, since we've been tracking this sort of stuff, um, athletically. So really impressive start to the day here for Braden Fisk. Justin on Saturday, the quarterbacks, wide receivers and running backs are going to participate in the combine. Obviously Marvin Harrison jr. Is going to be the first wide receiver off the board. Is there going to be after the combine legit debate over Roma Dunze and Malik neighbors as the second off the board? Well, I believe Neighbors isn't testing either, just like Marvin Harrison Jr. They're deciding to sit out that process. I like that Roma Dunze uh, has said, you know what? Then here's an opportunity for me because he is going to test. He's going to be the best wide receiver um, in Indianapolis that's going through the entire process. So I kind of like that strategy. You're seeing a lot of top guys, right, especially at quarterback and those top two at receivers, sort of sitting out this process, waiting for the pro day, we get why it's a bit more of a controlled environment for them in a familiar setting, right? A training facility that they've spent the last few years doing this uh, sort of stuff in. So I like that Roma Dunze. I said, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of my opportunity. He's been training with the best of the best. I believe we lost Justin. So, Justin, I'm sorry. We lost you for a second. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'm saying uh, Roma Dunze taking advantage of the opportunity, right, to be the, the, the best receiver in Indy going through this process, right? I'm very familiar with the group that he's been training with, his agency. They put him in a great position throughout this process. So 
I don't know how much debate there's going to be if you talk to teams around the league. Some of them have Malik Neighbors as their wide receiver one. Uh, I, I think both him and Marvin Harrison Jr. come off the board in the top six or seven picks. But I think Adunze comes off the board right after, certainly within the top ten. And are there rumors that Adunze could potentially run in the high four threes? I mean, I think that would be a stunning result for him and a guy of his size. Right. I, I would be, I, I'm not expecting him to run in the high four threes. That would really be eye opening. I think anything mid four fours, even early four fives, I'll tell you, it wouldn't concern me with his evaluation, not one bit, because you see the type of dominant vertical playmaker that he is on tape. He's got a little T Higgins to his game, right? Where he makes those big plays down the field. It's not always through getting, you know, three, four, five yards of separation sometimes he's got half a yard of separation but he's just so dominant physically that that's enough for him he's really hard to contest with at the catch point so don't put a whole unless he runs you know mid four sixes which he's not going to or worse don't put too much stock into the numbers if they're you know early four fives mid four fours he's a really good player and you'll see that next year in the nfl Justin Mello, the Draft Network, NFL Draft Analyst. Give me two receivers you've got your eye on. You wrote about receivers that can raise their stock at the draft. Give me two names. Yeah, there are a couple that are really flying under the radar that I think have a chance to have a great week. One of them is at Pittsburgh, uh, Bub Means. What an interesting journey this guy has taken, okay? He arrived at Tennessee as a defensive back, transfers to Louisiana Tech, makes the switch to receiver, you know, still doesn't quite find his footing. He enters the transfer portal again, and he finds his footing at Pittsburgh. This year, uh, 41 catches for 721 yards, six touchdowns. That means he averaged 17 and a half yards per catch. That's an explosive number. They're expecting him to run in the low to mid four threes, and that vertical jump is going to be around 40 inches. That'll be some of the best numbers among all receivers there. And he's a big guy, by the way. We already got the verified measurements at the Shrine Bowl. Six foot, 222 pounds. Uh, I'm expecting him to have one hell of a weekend. And another name that's flying under the radar that I don't think will be after this week is Ryan Flournoy. He's a small school receiver, Southeast Missouri State. Uh, he was at the Senior Bowl. Not a lot of small school guys were there this year. There's a reason this kid was. He's run the 40 uh, documented in 435. Uh, that's hand laser time, so that's fairly accurate. He also ran the L drill, some call it the three cone, in 6.66. Now, we'll see if he's able to replicate these results, but just to give you a reminder, that 6.66 three cone, everyone lost their mind last year when Jackson Smith and Jigba, an eventual first-round pick, ran a 6.57. If Ryan Flowernoy comes anywhere close to that, which uh, indication is that he will, it's going to be the best results among all participating receivers in the L drill. So this is a small school guy that's not going to be flying under the radar for much longer. Justin, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy are going to participate on Saturday. The three of them, tell me what the expectations are and what you're looking for. Well, I think all three of them are going to have really good days, right? I mean, again, when you're throwing the ball in an environment like this, there's no pass rush. It's a very you know, calm environment. You better have a good day. In fact, I always say it's more newsworthy when you have a bad day than you have a good day, right? Because you're supposed to have a good day. So I think for J.J. especially, 
Uh, he's the consensus top-ranked quarterback that's participating. So similar to what I said earlier about Roma Dunze, where good on him for taking advantage of this opportunity. Okay, Caleb Williams, uh, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, they're not throwing. I'm going to go out there and throw. You know, he's fresh off a national championship victory. Everyone's expecting him to go in the top 10. You got teams that are rumored to be trying to trade up into the top 10 for him. You look at Minnesota, Atlanta, Denver, Atlanta already in the top 10, but still might have to move up to get him. And a team like Minnesota and, and Denver, who are right outside the top 10, certainly would have to move up to get him. Uh, I, I think with him, it's more intriguing because he didn't throw the ball a whole lot at Michigan. We know what that offense was like under Jim Harbaugh, run-heavy offense. So I think you're more curious to see him throw the ball. With Michael Penix, I mean, what uh, the guy led the nation like two years in a row right, and throwing yards, touchdown passes, that was a pass-happy offense, and he routinely showcased outstanding touch, outstanding velocity, and extremely a, a deadly accurate deep ball. So with him, I don't think you should be surprised. He's going to look really good throwing the football. With J.J. McCarthy, I think there's a little more to it because of how run-heavy Michigan was. Justin, I just have two minutes. The buzz you're hearing in Indy, is it a lock Caleb's going one? Uh, that is the expectation, yes. Uh, and I think it will be to the Chicago Bears. I think you'll see something uh, uh, formulate rather quickly with Justin Fields. I don't expect him to be there much longer. Two years in a row with the number one pick. Uh, of course, you know, this year as a result of the deal with the Panthers, they didn't, you know, they were a better team than the number one pick. But to pass on a quarterback two years in a row, there's more that goes into this decision, you know. It's also about resetting the clock at quarterback. With Justin, I think he had a really good year, strong second half especially, but there are still some questions out there if he's your franchise guy. When you're three, four years into it, that's not a great sign. It's extension time for him. Do you want to give him a contract that's worth $45 million a year, $40, $45 million a year, when you have a chance to reset the clock with an outstanding quarterback prospect in Caleb Williams, get him on a four-year control deal, you've got the fifth-year option, that buys you a lot of time, right? Again, especially when the other quarterback still has questions and it's now time to hand him an extension. So, yeah, the buzz is that Caleb Williams is going number one overall and that it's going to happen with the Chicago Bears, not through a trade. 30 seconds, Justin. I want your opinion. If you're drafting for the Commanders, are you taking Jaden Daniels or Drake May? I got a slightly higher grade than Drake May. I, under I understand the argument for both. I I'm a big fan of both. With Drake, the stuff that he's done the last couple of years, the dual threat ability to throw the football uh, and escape the pocket. We know uh, Jaden's an outstanding athlete, probably the best athlete in this class at quarterback. I'm just a bit more comfortable with the with the with the window that I've seen Drake May perform in. I think if I was Washington at number two, May would be the quarterback for me. We're gonna we're gonna talk to you after the combine. That's tremendous, Justin Mello, the Draft Network NFL Draft Analyst. A ton of information at Justin M underscore NFL. Thank you, Justin. You know where to find me, guys. Okay, buddy. Josh Applebaum is next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Patrick Maher live from Los Angeles. Hope you're having a nice week as we welcome you back. Hour two on a Tuesday. That means, well, that means Josh Applebaum. Now, a couple things. One, Dustin Sweetelson, downtown Las Vegas, not necessarily Calvin Klein, because there's some debates going on right now as to what Josh is wearing. Uh, 
Dustin immediately said, what a look, pristine. He's wearing the suit jacket over a Hawaiian shirt. I consider Josh a good friend. I got to be honest. That's a disaster. Your, your response. <laughs> well, Patrick and Dustin, I appreciate that. Yeah, but here's the thing, guys. You know, I only get to see you guys once a week. So I got to, you know, like, you know, spiff up my wardrobe. I got to impress you guys. This, by the way, I haven't worn it since the honeymoon, Patrick. So if you had seen me in Cancun Ooh. after I was newly married, this is what I was rocking when it's like 90 degrees uh, on the beach. So it feels good. I'm just trying to wish the weather to get better, Patrick. It's still cold. I'm ready for spring. I'm done with winters in Boston. Well, it makes sense you wore it on your honeymoon because you picked it off off the bedroom floor. You know what I'm saying, Josh? <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Anyway, you can find Josh's articles over at vcin.com. Does a great job writing for us over there. Josh underscore insights on Twitter. Actually, there is something I want to talk to you about our live odds page. Let's have that discussion after the after the show. Um, Josh, a couple of things. Last night I'm watching College Hoops. And Alabama's down at the break. Then they come back. They just, you know, variance with their threes. Uh, Tennessee and Dalton connect down 12 in the second half. They come back against Auburn. South Carolina on the road. Like, every day crystallizes that there are 10-plus teams that can win this tournament. I mean, we had FAU and San Diego State in the Final Four last year. Wildness is going to happen this March. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Patrick. And again, I think if you haven't been paying close attention to college basketball, I mean, really you're behind the eight ball at this point, but you still have some time because, you know, football is long gone at this point. You know, the Chiefs 49ers are way in the past, but this is your time to really focus and really kind of see which teams are trending hot in the right direction. I mean, remember UConn, Patrick, last year, you know, they're a pretty good team throughout much of the year, but they really gelled late. So I think it's these teams that really are putting it together late in the year. Like to me, Kentucky is a team that just feels mm -hmm. like if they can kind of continue on the, the progression, the kind of the, uh, the trajectory that they're going on, that could be a dangerous team. Uh, and you look at kind of the Ken Palm rankings here right now, Patrick, which I like to put a lot of stock into. I like to look at kind of what Ken Palm is projecting and then what the market is projecting and look for some value. I mean, they have Houston as the best team in college basketball based on the data analytics. They're, you know, number one in the country right now. Again, you got Purdue two, UConn three, Arizona four. So to your point, I think this is not a huge, you know, I'm not going to say it's a wide open situation, but I think you could be looking at some teams that surprise you a bit. Uh, I jumped on UConn 15 to one. I don't know, two months ago, I, you know, I'm feeling good about the value there. But again, it just feels like this might be a year where uh, we have some really good teams, but others could surprise us. Josh, you're going deep into your college basketball bag today. Some adds. So rotation number on the first up, 306-537. Wagner at LeMoyne, the Dolphins, okay? <laughs> the Dolphins are laying two and a half, hosting Wagner, and the total is 131. Yeah, so let me start off by saying, Patrick, I mean, you know me by now. I like to look at these obscure, sharp line moves. And what do I mean by that? I mean, like, you know, we're not looking at Nebraska, Ohio State, you know, Gonzaga, San Fran, USC, Washington State. I mean, those are the most heavily bet games of the night. Of course, I am looking for a reverse line movement, contrarian opportunities. But if nothing really, you know, jumps out to you in the really heavily bet games that are going to be on TV, go down the board a little bit. Because again, whether it's a Wagner-Lemoyne game or it's a Ohio State-Nebraska, if you can if you can catch a bet, it's going to pay you the same amount of money, the same kind of money that you can use uh, in other places. So my whole point being, Patrick, and I'm really glad you highlighted the Vegas rotation number, game 306-537, 306-538, because <laughs> these tiny little low bet games are the games that maybe the public doesn't care about, but wise guys have taken a liking to if you see a line move. So what I like about this one is LeMoyne, Patrick. I'm going LeMoyne on the money line here. They open at a pick 'em. 
This is a game that the public wants nothing to do with, yet we've seen LeMoyne go from a pick em. Even some shops there are getting a point. They've now flipped all the way to minus two, two and a half. And when I wrote the Sharp Report this morning for VEASAN.com, they were minus one and a half, minus two. So this line has moved even further. That's what I really like, Patrick, when you have a line move in an obscure game where there's no buyback. Like in this situation, it's always been moving toward LeMoyne throughout the day. Now, LeMoyne has a bunch of offensive advantages here, better offensive efficiency, effective field goal percentage, big advantage shooting uh, free throws. That's so critical this time of year, especially in these tight games. They're 75% versus 71%. By the way, they're getting only 67% of bets, but 96% of the money. And, you know, I would say, hey, 67% bets, that's a public play on LeMoyne, right? No, even though 67% is a majority of bets, you got to remember, these aren't public bettors betting on LeMoyne. These are 67%, I would venture to say, wise guys betting on LeMoyne. So I took them on the money line earlier today, Patrick, minus 130. Ken Palm has LeMoyne winning by three. They have a good home road split, eight and three at home versus six and nine on the road. So I'm going LeMoyne here. Again, you don't have to focus on the big games. Sometimes the smaller games are just as valuable. That's a great breakdown, Josh. And I just realized something. It's all coming clear to me now. Hawaii UC Davis. Is that why you're wearing the Hawaiian shirt? Are we doing shtick? I love it. So I hope I'm not jinxing myself, Patrick. The worst thing you want to be is a mush here, but uh, I actually like the other side with UC Davis. And maybe this is a bad <laughs> omen here uh, for tonight. Hopefully we'll, we'll overcome this uh, wardrobe faux pas here, but I do like UC Davis kind of for the same reason. <laughs> Another low bet obscure line move. We open this game, Patrick, um, you open this game minus one and a half UC Davis. They've now been bet up to minus two and a half. Uh, what I like about this one too, is that it's a really good buy low sell high play with a line move. So what do I mean by that? Both teams are 16 and 12, but Hawaii's won four or five. UC Davis has lost four or five. So if the Aggies aren't playing as well and Hawaii's playing very well, why did the line open short favorite Aggies and become more of a favorite minus one and a half to minus two and a half. So I like kind of that buy low sell high value aspect with the sharp line move. They're getting 76% of bets, but 91% of the money using our VEASAN.com bet splits, which you can find on the VEASAN.com homepage, uh, which are really valuable in my opinion. But also you look at big defensive advantage, rank 122nd in the country versus 161 for, uh, for uh, Hawaii. Ken, now, Ken Palm only has them winning by two. So in situations like this, I know a lot of betters would say, hey, if you believe in the Aggies, lay the two and a half, which I get, save the juice. But I'm a money line short favorite favorites guy, Patrick. I would hate to see you lay a two and a half and UC Davis wins by one or two. So I got them on the money line a little bit earlier today, minus 135. And also late in the year, look for revenge spots. If you lose earlier in the year to a team, these college kids remember that. They want to get their revenge. They want to uh, get even with the team they lost to. You saw uh, UC Davis lose to Hawaii early, earlier this year in Hawaii. So really checking off quite a few boxes here. I hope my shirt isn't kryptonite, Patrick. I'm going UC Davis, Moneyline. couple of things. One, I like to call in UC Davis. Two, I love your outfit. I was just clowning you. Now, three, Josh has got three plays today. You can find the third over at vison.com slash bets, and you can check out his write-up on the games over at vison.com as well. Let's bring the big guy in because we're going to have a little fun with Josh here. So now, Josh, before you answer this, the other day, Dustin texted me and Samich a picture, and it was four screens on the wall. Three of them had sports on, and one of them had a show I had never heard of. It's called Love is Blind. Josh, don't say anything. Dustin Sweetelson, here's my question for you. Josh is married to Elise. Elise likes reality TV. You love Love is Blind. 
I've never heard of Love is Blind, but all I ever see is people talking Love is Blind. Now, the question is, do Elise and Josh watch it? Dustin, you're up first. Well, I'm looking at the VEASAN.com betting splits on this bet right here, Patrick, and you've got 100% of the money going on. Yes, they absolutely watch this show. Yeah, and I'm looking at the NFL draft odds, and it's like you got to lay a thousand to win a dollar on Caleb to go one overall. That's the odds. Yes, Elise and Josh are watching. Love is blind. We now turn to Josh Applebaum. Survey says you are both right, guys. This is a low bets, higher dollar, sharp move. I mean, there's no such thing as a locker guarantee, but this is a lock. Yes, we do watch this show. Patrick, I'm man enough to admit it. I mean, one thing I've learned being married, I've only been married, you know, since uh, since July 30th, but you got to keep the wife happy. And I'll be honest, I actually am kind of one of those losers that likes some of these shows. Like, I do like The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Love is Blind, I don't know what it is, guys. It's just, like, it's terrible, but yet it's interesting. And I think you can apply it to the betting market a little bit. Like, you know what's blind? Covering up the names of the teams, not falling in love with someone based on their appearance or their one loss record, but looking at the line movement, looking at the connection you may have with another person. I mean, this is off the cuff, guys. I'm impressed with myself that I just made a betting analogy from Love is Blind to uh, to being a data-driven better. But it is true. We like to watch it. Uh, Patrick, although anytime it's on, Elise puts it on the main TV, and I have to, like tonight, I'm going to watch Hawaii UC Davis on my little iPad because Elise is commandeering the main TV. Let me just say this. I would never television shame anyone. If you think watching love is, you said a loser. No, that's awesome. That's what everybody's doing. You want, you want to know what a loser is? Dustin and Josh, I rewatched the Thomas Jefferson PBS documentary last Ooh, night. I've already seen it fact. four times. I'm hitting the bottom of the barrel. Okay. So I could never TV shame anyone. Whoa. Whoa. Big, go he, ahead. He was the original love is blind. Thomas Jefferson, his love was colorblind. <laughs> Ooh. Dangerous territory, Dustin. Hey, we're not supposed to be doing political stuff, Josh. That's on Dustin Sweetelson. I'd like to raise my hand and say that. Uh, Sweetelson, your quick take on Love is Blind? Uh, it's the best of all the dating shows out there right now. The ultimatum's not that great. Married at first sight gives me, like, severe anxiety. There's something, as someone who is so superficial that I love Love is Blind because they don't see each other and they decide to get engaged before ever seeing each other. They talk through a wall. I'm terrified if I ever got cast on the show because it's always good looking people, I'd be on the season where they're like, we're gonna put all these fat, ugly, superficial people on the show Stop thinking it. they're gonna get a hot person, and then I get married with another fatty. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable, Josh. It's not the way to go out. Dustin, He's always putting himself okay. down. Don't put yourself down. You're a stud, Dustin, and I would say, what would be your outlook? We got 20 seconds here. You hear that other voice, an attractive young lady. What would really get you excited about her, Dustin, without looking at her good appearance? Question. She just has to like me. And accept, <laughs> accept all of this. Just a bare minimum. I honestly don't have many like character traits I'm looking for because I only look at what's on the outside. So I'm actually the perfect person for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly empty. We love that about you, uh, Dustin Sweetelson. Josh Applebaum, you're the GOAT. Literally, you're the best. Thank you. Beeson betting analyst at Josh underscore insights. Enjoy Love is Blind. Thank you, Josh. Let's go UC Davis. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. We've got Matt McCall, Coach McCall, NBC Sports, of course, former head coach. At Chattanooga and UMass coming up in just a bit, talking college hoops right now. We're going to talk some college hoops. Also talk the NHL with Aaron Halterman, RacingDudes.com handicapper. The podcast that got me started, it's called Blinkers Off. Check it out. Also check out RacingDudes.com, Racing underscore dudes on Twitter. We call him the plus money prince. Now, here is the concern, and this is what I've been concerned about, and I told Dustin as we say hi to Aaron, part of the family here with the plays, of course. First off, you're the best at doing the videos. Halterman is so good that Samich, who's a host at VEASAN, is starting to get nervous. Okay, so I just want to start there. But I do feel like you're going to back yourself in a corner because the plus money is so enticing where you want to continue to deliver. But those are hard to cash. Is this something that you're thinking about? I, I understand the concern. I'll, I'll, I'll ease your concern, though, okay? It, it's not anything more than mathematically, this is how I figured out how to be successful betting sports. That's, that's really all it is. I, I know sometimes, like today, there's a couple. You're going to be like, you're chasing, dude. Like, these are decent enough prices to not play where you have to juice up the, the puck line and things like that. But the way I've kind of looked at this, and I've tracked this for years, 
I'm really good at going 500 betting sports. Well, if you're betting favorites and you go 500, you're a loser, right? But if you're betting the plus money uh, prices and you go 500, you're a winner. So it it isn't an ego trip. It isn't anything like that. I don't feel backed into a corner. For me personally, and I'm not saying this is for everybody, but for me personally, this is how I've kind of found my niche in in this market. You got to play those plus money prices if you're me. And, and, and you know, like I said, I'm trying to go 500 basically. And if I can, I, I'm up. Look, that's the perfect answer. You got to stay <laughs> married was. to your numbers and not worry about anything else. And of course, for new betters, what he's talking about 50 50, you got to remember factor in the vigorous, the tax, the juice. So you've got to go a little over 52%. So again, that's a tremendous answer. These are your numbers. You stay dedicated to your numbers and you ride with it. And I like it. Let's do this. Let's start with college hoops and then we'll go to the ice. Okay. And a game that Gonzaga needs tonight. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, Aaron. Think about what Gonzaga's done under few. First off, they haven't missed out on a tournament this century, right? They also have, I think 98 was the last time they didn't make it to the NCAA tournament. They've gone to eight straight Sweet 16s. However, I've got them as the first four out or in one of the, however you want to look at it. And tonight they're taking on the Dons in San Francisco. It's a very good basketball team. The Bulldogs are laying three and a half on the road. Uh, I think they're in if they win, guys. I really believe that. I think I think the Gonzaga name will carry them into the tournament, and that is why I'm on Gonzaga tonight, minus this three and a half. I, I think it's a win and you're in for them. This would be a nice quality win on the road. Against the Dons team, listen, they're pretty good. Like, this is not going to be an easy game for them whatsoever. I just think we've gotten into this situation where Gonzaga, they were on life support as far as making this tournament a couple of weeks ago, guys. I think you guys can agree with that. Everybody was like, well, they're finally not going to make it. Look what they've done. They've went on a roll. They're playing much better. They went to Kentucky and won. Guys, that was such a huge win. I think they're, I think they're on the outside of this thing right now, if not for that Kentucky win. They got that win. It got them that credibility that they needed. And now they've got to take care of these teams that they've been taking care of for how many years, right? Ever since Mark Few got there, maybe even before that. And I think that's going to happen tonight. They've been doing it. I really like Gonzaga in a must-win situation tonight in San Francisco. It's more for me. Look, they've gotten right. They're getting hot. They know how to go in there and win this game. I think they're going to do it tonight. They've already played in the Zags one by five in Spokane, but you always have to look at this. And I always tell new handicappers in college basketball, look at the home away splits as far as free throw shooting in that meeting. Gonzaga took 34 free throws where the Dons took just 14. Now, another element about tonight, the Dons chose to play in the chase center tonight for a little bit home home more home court advantage that's where the warriors play so maybe looking to pack it because this is this is a huge game for both programs you know gonzaga like we talked about rests on the bubble san francisco a very good team as well with a great record so again i i don't hate what you're saying here laying it with the bulldogs going to be interesting to see how many actually show up at the chase center because that's a big barn and you know what? How many Gonzaga people are going to show up? This is a national brand now, I feel like. I know Good they've point. got their, you know, their home crowd up where they're at, but this is kind of a national brand. So I, I know there's going to be a lot of San Francisco people there. 
I think there's going to be a lot of Gonzaga people there as well. I remember when OU and Arkansas played in Tulsa this year. I went down to the game, and OU, kind of a bigger building, wanted to get a bigger crowd. Arkansas had, like, most of the people there, right, because they're just a bigger basketball brand. I wonder if that might happen tonight, especially in such a big game. Uh, so I, I know it's going to be a big crowd. I know it's going to be something different. I kind of almost think that might feed into Gonzaga. They're, they're the experienced team in this kind of spot, no doubt. Is there a hotter team than the winged wheel? The Detroit Red Wings, baby. They're legitimate Stanley Cup. Like, this is a team, and Steve Eiserman's building the team. There's nobody more important yeah. to an organization across any sport than Steve Eiserman and the Red Wings, but they're ahead of schedule. They've won seven straight, and tonight they're hosting the Islanders, and you're going to lay a puck and a half. It, this is a game where you could probably look at this if you're listening to me and you're going, you're getting a little bit greedy right here because. I mean, they are, they're minus 112. You can bet that on the money line. If you want to do that, go ahead and do it. I'm laying a minus a puck and a half or a minus a goal and a half here, getting plus 200 this morning on that. That's way too good for me not to do it because look, you said it. This team is on fire. They are amazing right now and they can score. That's the thing. Iserman has built six good forwards. That's two hockey lines. They can put the puck in the net. They're dangerous. He's been real sneaky. You know, he got Patrick Kane. You know, he got to bring Cat from Ottawa. These guys are great, and they they fit in really well with Larkin and the rest of the guys they already had. They can score. So in my feeling on this and why I'm going to lay the puck in a half tonight, or the goal in a half, I should say, is because if they're going to win, I really believe they're going to win by more than a goal. I, you look at the Islanders. They're kind of a slower team. They, they kind of like to play low-scoring games. I think if Detroit controls the pace of the game, they can win five to two real easy tonight. So instead of just taking them to win, I'm going to take a minus a goal and a half. But you're right, man. This team is fun to watch right now. Yeah, plus 220 lay a goal and a half right now. So you even get 20 cents extra with the Red Wings. And Patrick Kane, who may be the greatest mm. American hockey player we've ever seen, he's been their best player. During this stretch as well. He's 35 years old. He's playing. He's playing out of his mind, Aaron. He has been awesome. And it was so cool to see him score the game winner the other night in Chicago. I laughed so hard. I hate the Blackhawks as a Blues fan. <laughs> too. So I died laughing. And I've hated Patrick Kane forever. But I, I, I love him now that he's away from Chicago. And you're right. He, he's aging without any doubt. He's been dynamic for the Red Wings. He's been in. He really great. has. It's. Yeah. It, we call it hockey town, Detroit, and the texts that are coming from my friends, like the buzz is back. So it's good to see a team that is a legit, a city that's not just niche, a city that is everybody in the greater Detroit metro area is obsessed with the Red Wings. Next up, the Predators laying a goal and a half here, plus 190 versus the Wild. Yeah, another one I just I couldn't say no to the price. And again, if you're watching this go, I don't want to be that risky. The minus 115 on the money line is fine. But man, that plus 190 just made a lot of sense to me. If you've been paying attention to hockey, the Predators are on fire right now. They're they're not as hot as the Red Wings. I don't want to say that, but they're hot right now and they're playing really good hockey after a terrible beginning. They were awful. They look really good. They're in a playoff spot right now, but they got to keep fighting for it. One of the teams that they're fighting with are the Minnesota Wild. I don't hate Minnesota, but they're kind of the same to me as the Islanders where they don't score a ton of goals. And that, again, leads me to say, well, I don't mind playing the minus goal and a half 
when when I like the team that they're playing because if Nashville kind of controls this pace and kind of makes it an up and down game, I think they'll be able to get this job done here. And again, win by a similar score, four to two, five to two makes a ton of sense here. Like I said, Minnesota struggling to score, kind of struggle at goaltending now and then. I'll, I'll lay the, the goal and a half again tonight with Nashville. Aaron, who are your favorite teams? Because you do a lot of puck line betting. That means you're looking at attacking teams that have bad defense and don't score a lot. Who are the teams do you feel like you're constantly fading? I, I think the Islanders are one of those teams because here's the deal. You can fade the, the like the terrible teams like the Sharks and the and Columbus and Anaheim, but you're never going to get a good price back on it. So it's kind of if you want to do that, I don't I get it. But you kind of want to fade those in-betweeners like the Islanders. And again, it's it's it. I like to play against that team when they just don't score very well. You might get in a situation where they control the pace and you lose like two to one, three to two. That does happen. But the Islanders like are that, that perfect team for me. Minnesota is another team that's good for me. The Pittsburgh Penguins, even though they're hot right now and they burned me a couple times, had really good success fading them. So you want to you want to look at that team that like they're not terrible, but they're not great. They kind of have trouble scoring. That's kind of that middle ground you want to look at because they still are going to get like their their price is going to be up there to where it's like, OK, they're not a, a like a crazy underdog tonight. They're like plus 120, plus 130. Well, then you can fade them and you get a good price coming back on the team you're going to play. I'm, I was I said that and I'm, I was thinking about it. If we said U.S. born hockey players, Kane's in the mix, Madonna's in the mix. Yeah, um, I was compiling this Brett Hall, Brett Hall. Brett Hall, Pat, Pat LaFontaine, Chris Chalios, Jeremy Roenick. Who would you say, Halterman, if you had to pick one? Uh, Brett Hall, man, come on, St. Louis Blues. Well, he's a blue. Nah, St. Louis, you can't, you can't, you can't go there. Hey, That's... but he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. Period. Absolutely. So I, I think that counts. Okay, well then I'll say because he's a Red Wing, Patrick Kane. Everybody knows Patrick Kane. When you think of Patrick Kane, you think of the Red Wings. Everybody <laughs> knows that. Yeah. Halterman, the plus money prince. Keep it going. He's been hot. RacingDudes.com. Of course, Blinkers Off is the podcast. We'll see you in the next video. Thank you very much. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.